new week. Uh, so going to our next game and then uh, looking forward to our the game this weekend. And obviously last weekend didn't go the way we wanted it to, but um, I think we're after watching the film and seeing where we're at, uh, have uh, a lot of excitement for what we can get done this week um, with a quality opponent in Oklahoma, a great, um, great team that's ranked. And, uh, you know, Venables has done a great job with that team. And then you look at his background, he's had kind of when he was in Clemson, he's had his pick of jobs and he turned down a bunch of jobs. And this is the one that he, he took. And so you can see that the Oklahoma brand, um, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a, they're a national team and they've had, uh, tons of success there and they're the tradition that they have in that program. Um, so they've been around for a long time and in a high level with in the, in the P five level for decades. Um, and so you, you see that what they've done with their program and how well they've been, they've been coached, uh, you know, they, they're, they're ranked for reason. And, um, but, you know, looking at what they've done in since Venable has been a coach, they, they're, I believe they're, they're six and six last year and look at what, what the, the improvement they've made from last year to now being a, a ranked team with a bunch of uh, fantastic players. I mean, they, they could do so many things in all three phases offensively. We're very familiar with the quarterback and things that he can do uh, with his feet and with his arm, um, very strong arm and physical line, great playmakers and skill, skill positions and running back and receivers and tight ends. And then defensively strong. I think they have probably the best linebacker in, in, in the country playing from. And then you look at, you combine that with uh, fantastic DBs that tackle well, that cover well, D-line that's really strong and physical. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a complete team. And so looking in, in this week in the matchup, we've got to find ways to minimize the mistakes, which happened last week. Uh, we had tons of mistakes that cost us the game and looking, keeping things in perspective, you know, we're five and five. We're, we're trying to find a way to, to win for the seniors. Uh, this is the last game in Lavelle Edwards stadium. Um, trying to win one for them, trying to find a way to to play at our best and then to minimize the mistakes that have made. And when you're playing in this type of conf- uh, uh, the schedule in this conference, I mean, we're still looking at the the most difficult schedule in BYU history, and we're sitting at five and five with a chance to win a game and go to a bowl game. And so we're still playing for a lot, a lot of things. That we get the energy that, that we had in the stadium was awesome. Uh, we just got to find ways to keep keep the the fans there and entertained, uh, and and make them a, a an advantage for us going into the into the game and and to the end of the game, so we have a shot at winning. And so, uh, focus on our our value our values and standard of play, uh, minimize mistakes, and then if we can get that done, I think we feel really good about uh, the performance overall. Um, love the fight and the players; they work hard and and they don't quit. And so the culture on the team is still thriving. I, I believe that the culture is still thriving because guys aren't pointing fingers. Guys are still unified uh, with with a lot of outside noise. Guys are still um, connected and still love uh, their role as a team. And then I love the uh, how much uh, you can tell when guys are doing well in life, um, even through adversity, when they still have appreciation and gratitude in their lives. And so our players do have that. They are uh, thankful for the role that they play uh, uh, in life other than just football. But uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, us as coaches and as a program um, getting things situated so we can play better. Just goes to show that the experience that you have, though, when you when you um, when you make too many mistakes. I mean, if I'm just looking at it in three phases, if we make too many mistakes at the beginning of the game, I mean, we you basically give up 10 points with the mistakes that you have that are easy, easy to fix. And then uh, two big plays on defense that gives them that, – that's a lot of points right there that you're just 
just minimize the mistakes. And you say that with, and then people say, well, you can't, you can't do anything right. Well, it takes one guy to lose the edge in a run and one guy to not cover the right person, one guy to miss the tackle. So uh, the guys aren't quitting. I, I love watching the film, see how uh, the, the energy that they have and, and the fight that they have. Uh, we just need to channel it to playing smarter football, but also you have to give, you have to see that we're, we're going against difficult uh opponents you know they just don't make it easy on you and when you make those mistakes the experience itself give you um a, a great lesson on how you can't make those mistakes expect to come back and win you, you get blown out by really good physical teams that are in the p5 level that's what happens and so uh that experience will be a, a good teaching teaching experience for us but uh, only if we we are allowed to make us execute in a cleaner level and a higher level and hopefully we get that done against Oklahoma this weekend. So any questions you guys have? Awesome. Thanks for that opening statement, coach. We'll start with Mitch Harper and then Jared Lloyd. Yeah, Kalani, you said the, you got a lot of excitement for this week uh, after seeing the film, you, you noted energy, but what else got you excited that makes you feel good heading into this week against a nationally ranked team like Oklahoma? Well, it's a great opportunity. I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, they're, they're ranked. Um, they're, 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 uh, in the hunt for the conference championship they're in our home stadium and so there's a lot to play for we have a, one game away one win away from uh, extending the season getting to a bowl game so there's a lot to to play for you know and and uh i'm excited because i know that the things that that we could we could play way better and um i'm looking forward to getting that done that that's the and there's a lot of lot of factors that go into it um but one of it is that our guys aren't quitting and our guys love what they're doing here. And they just, we got to build on that. We, we do have to minimize the mistakes. I think you can fight back from mistakes. We've shown that that you can fight back from mistakes. I mean, we're down by 14 twice against Arkansas fought back and won again, but it takes everybody doing, doing everything right from even overcoming adversity. You just, but you can't just keep spotting teams um, points by, by the mistakes. Ball security is something that we, we, pride ourselves at here at BYU and then and, and when you didn't see it and then didn't own the ball we, we said that ball belongs to Cougar Nation doesn't belong to the individual that's carrying the ball it belongs to the fan base and so um that that shows that when you don't when you aren't on top of it mistakes happen it can cost you literally cost you momentum in the game saw Slovis was suited up and throwing passes in pregame on Saturday before Iowa State is he set to return and and be the starter this week he practiced last week. Um, he's still banged up, and not 100% yet last week, and uh, we felt like Jake gave us the best, better better chance. This week, we'll kind of see what it looks like um, this week and, and let you know. I mean, that's uh, – I, I am not – I'm not in uh, Keaton's body, but I can tell you that if if he's ready to go and if he's full strength, then, then he's he's our guy usually. Kalani, what has to, ha- what has to change? Um, obviously, the last three weeks have not gone well. What do you do differently so you don't have the same results again? Yeah, it's the well. The, if the mistakes were all the same, then they'll be they'll be different. I mean, West Virginia game. If you look at Texas, when when the guys fought hard defensively, one phase was working for us, and it gave us a chance. We're down two scores. We're down fifteen points with ten minutes left, and we had the ball. So when when one phase is working hard and playing hard and minimizing mistakes, not saying that we didn't make mistakes defensively against Texas, but one and one part of our our three phases was working really really well. 
Um, the other two phases didn't do their part. I mean, we gave a punt return for a touchdown, and offensively, we 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 weren't getting points on the board. We we got uh, field goals, and we weren't converting them into touchdowns. You know, and so when you look at that situation, um, we we weren't in a in a horrible position because one phase actually gives a chance to win. Imagine if two or three phases are functioning that way, then then you can you can figure it out. And you go to West Virginia. Um, it, it, none of the phases were working. You look at the the opening uh, opening drive, two two pis for for thirty yards, marshes them down there, right? And and uh, just didn't respond the right way when we had a chance when we got the ball, didn't didn't march down. And when all three phases aren't working and there's mistakes in all three phases, it's really hard to come back from that game. You know, not not saying that the guys didn't 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 fight. They fought. I mean. On, on, and then we, on on kickoff return, we had a one for a touchdown called back because of a hold. Um, you know that's hard to create momentum when when you keep making the mistakes and when when one of the three phases in, isn't doing functioning well. So that's that's key. And then you look at this game, the turnovers and in, in, in the I mean we went we went fumble, recovered it, interception, fumble. Those are those are the when we had the ball in our possession. That's what we did with the first three times that we had the ball. You know, and so. Um, that's a tough thing to, to start the game off with. Uh, we can't do that. We can't and then taking care of the football is it's, it's a, a program thing that that ball security is what we do. And, and the fact that we didn't take care of it in those back to back kickoff returns is embarrassing. That's what we've got to fix. Now, if that shows up again, then, then I'll be really upset. Just like remember the illegal touching. I know this seems like almost last year. We had the illegal touching happen again. It's just like, okay, enough already. I can't believe that it showed up the next week, right? So when those mistakes are happening, yeah, that that's 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 on us. We got to figure that out. So the mistakes are different; they're not the same, but they're mistakes all the same. Does that make sense? Like, there's still mistakes, and we've got to find a way not to do that. And I mean, I'm giving you have to understand we're going against a different beast here. These are these are teams that have been at this power five level way longer than we have i'm not making excuses i'm just telling you they're really good players and you look at these teams that are doing it oklahoma i said they're six six last year they're in a really good spot they're in playoff contention um before what a couple weeks ago you know what i mean so these there's a lot of parity in this league for me i'm not really worried about the entire league as much as i'm worried about what we can do within our our scheme our system if i had players out there quitting then i would be really really worried about what's going on that's why I feel like we that's why I'm excited to see what we can get done this week and excited to to you know that we're at home again. It was it was nice to be at home. I uh, wish we could have done better and showed better, but I, I love the fact that we're playing at home, senior game, um, 10 a.m. kickoff, a lot of cool things to think about. And and you know, it, it'd be be nice to go home and, and have the sun still be up unless it rains, which I'm not against either. <laughs> The other thing I was going to ask, Kalani, was just about physicality. We talked a little bit about it after the game, but in the trenches, you weren't happy with the performance. How do you how do you ramp that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not they weren't like turning down contact. So when when we're saying we're not being physical enough, it's being stout enough and been getting overwhelmed by a really good front on both sides of the ball. You know, I think we were able to do some really good things in the run game. Our team's a physical team. You can you can talk to anybody that that coaches against us our team's a physical team we it what what makes it not look very physical was when we're when if we're missing tackles and unblocked guys if we're missing blocks you know what i mean and so when i say not physical enough it, these are these are big strong 
O-linemen and D-linemen that we're going against, uh, we need to be stout at the line of scrimmage. And um, you usually judge that on according to how many yards they can run for um, and how many yards we can run for. So that that's an easy in, in the indicator on what we're getting done up front. But uh, overall, I mean, there's, there's some good points where we were winning the battle up front. It was a back and forth. It just... Um, I, I wouldn't say that we were just overwhelmed too much, but there are moments that it did happen, and that that happens sometimes, you know. But um, the, the team is – we're a physical team. We just need to play more stout. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, Kalani, with Senior Day coming up here, um, have you started to have conversations at all with players of what their plans are and whether you're expecting them to return? And overall, do you have any sense right now of – where the roster is going to be in a couple of weeks in terms of attrition and and what you're what you're expecting. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of guys that that are in that situ in in that that area where they can play another year. Obviously, the guys that that are that their eligibility is up. Those guys is definitely their senior night, but it's, it's the ones that are graduating that still have a year left to play. Uh, I'd love for them to all come back, um, but it's their decision on what they want to get done and and what they want to pursue after they're done with football. We've uh, during the bye week we had conversations with a bunch of guys. I know the position coaches are talking to their guys individually. Same with the coordinators and myself if, if if needed. But for the most part, the guys are focusing on the season. I think we uh, just to be safe, we're probably going to have more people that are going to be in senior night or senior day in, in uh, than normal. But um, that's just to make sure that that if if they do leave that that we've got a, a senior game for them, you know, that we can honor them. But uh, yeah, we we kind of understand. We we know where we're at with the numbers and what we're going to get, and the, the natural attrition that happens. And so we'll we'll be able to we'll be able to respond if if guys do leave and go early with with eligibility left. Uh, we, we, I think we're in a really good spot to replace replace the talent in the town that we have coming back from missions and uh, that are mid year high school signees that we can get. We feel really good about. Okay, next we'll have Jake Hatch and then Jay Drew. Yeah, Kalani, just a question of how you handled the the missed uh, face mask call on a guy like Jake Retzloff in game. Is that something you submit to the conference after the fact to get clarification on? What, what How do you handle that? Well, my my first thing is talk to the the, the crew and and ask if they saw it or they missed it. And, uh, they they obviously missed it. Listen, the the, the they have a lot of eyes on the field, but sometimes they miss things, you know, and then they don't have the the comfort of getting the replay like we all get to. So after the game happens, you can see everybody look at the big at the big screens to see the replay, and then we get mad at them and, and uh, you know they, they missed it, but it's okay. I don't I don't need to do anything to for them to review because they usually review it themselves. And then credit to the crew, the ref crew, they came and they communicated with me on on all that that they might have missed it, and, but it, it's not it's not anything that was deliberate by them I, i've been around this crew many times I've been around these ref, ref and crews many times they, they do a great job and and they're human sometimes something gets missed and uh and you just got to move on you know I, I think that's uh that's part of the game but i i i i respect what they do and um and and the things that they communicate to me i understand it so we just got to move on i don't i don't need to do anything extra about that they're, they're trying their best and and uh, for the most part, they're usually 100% correct. Then I also wanted to ask, you already have experience having gone up against Dylan Gabriel in the Boca Raton Bowl. What do you remember of him, and how do you think he's changed to today? Well, he has tons of experience, and so you could see it. He feels really comfortable. I thought he was that way when we played him you know, years ago, and so he's 
he's got so much talent and and you know i've known about him because we try to keep keep up with the local boys and try to see how how those guys are doing and on on the field wherever they go and and he's been man i've been really impressed with him it's been a lot of fun you you, so, you see him in in the the rivalry game red river rivalry you know he had a, a great showing he's he's doing some really good things um leading his team uh you know we we're, we're going to have to play at our best uh, but he's not a guy that you can just that you can think you're gonna. He's gonna lose his composure. He's very poised, and even more now with all the experience that he has, very comfortable in the system. And give a lot of credit to Oklahoma. I think they're putting him in a position where he thrives, where he, they're utilizing his strengths, and he finds ways to get the ball to the right people. And he's not not against running the ball himself too. So uh, it's a a lot of uh, threats. All at once, and and um, we're going to have to be really assignment sound when it comes down to this. We can't make the same mistakes. Listen, we we when I say mistakes, we've been assignment sound in a lot of our plays that we made. They just they just made the play, and we didn't. Uh, I'd be nervous if there's like uncovered guys running for touchdowns or, or or on routes and stuff like that. We had guys in the right spot. They didn't make the tackle. They didn't make the play. They didn't contain or certain things like that, and it happens, especially against great athletes. Uh, this guy, if you make a mistake, he will punish you for it. And so uh, we, we, we've got to be assignment sound and, and use great technique uh, to have a chance at this. Hey, Kalani, uh, I understand today you're doing the Civic Engagement Day. Uh, does that mean you won't be practicing today or, or can you still practice and count it as your Civic Engagement Day? No, there'll be no practice. And we knew going into it that we'd have to, uh, um, you'd have to basically mark a day that you would use for the civic engagement day. And this was the day that we marked um, a while ago. We made that decision. And so, um, and you can't use a day that you usually take off. And so for us, uh, everyone knows that we take the Sundays off. And so you can't say, well, that's our day off. Uh, it has to be a day that you normally would use uh for operations and for football and practice meetings things like that and so we will honor it everybody has to deal with it um other schools can list it as a sunday because that's usually an operating day for them for us uh it you know we it's basically the players are on their own to um, take care of whatever they need to get done today uh and so i i trust our guys to get get stuff done it's but we can't organize anything the players have to basically do their 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 part and I can instruct them to do stuff. Luckily, we have players that love the game, love love this matchup, and are excited to get to get going today. And then, just as a follow up, uh, you mentioned Keaton may or may not be back. What about like Darius Lassiter, some of these other guys that have been out? Okay, so Darius, there's a good chance he, he'll be back this week. And so I uh, maybe I'm 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 like wanting him so badly to play, but yeah, I, I do want him on the field. But I think there's a, I mean, there's a much better chance that he plays this week, uh, and and I'm excited about his return. Um, who else, Jay? You have to ask by individual. I, I'm trying to think of who else. Keanu played last week, so he'll be ready to roll. Um, anybody else, Jay? John Nelson, Caden Hawes have been out. John, John, John Nelson and John Nelson and Caden will be um, difficult to to say, but I, I um, let me see one at a time. John Nelson, um, Caden Hawes. And then um, Caden, probably not, but we'll see. I mean, that's I, – I don't want to um, – there's a chance, but it's hard. If they don't practice – Caden practiced last week, you know, so 
the guys, they have to practice. And so those guys haven't practiced yet. And so hopefully we get them on the practice field. Uh, Talon Alfrey practiced, I want to say, two weeks ago. And this was the first game that he was able to play in. So it's good to have him back. Anybody else, Jay, that you can think of? I don't mind going. Marcus play. McKenzie, I think. Marcus McKenzie, most, most likely not. Okay. And John Henry Daly? John Henry Daly is in red shirt mode. So probably not until the bowl game. Okay. He we used them already in four games. That's the only ones I can think of. Okay. Awesome. Coach, we have a couple more questions. We'll go Mitch Harper and then Jake Hatch. Of course. Kalani, just curious on, on running back LJ Martin. Why wasn't he used until late in the second quarter? Was there a reasoning behind that? Because he seemed to be, you know, pretty successful in, in the second half. Why why wait until late in the second quarter on him? You know, Mitch, I I, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm talking to the. Uh, I, I didn't know that happened until watching the film. You know what I mean. And so maybe we. I don't know how many plays we had as as, or drives that we had, as an offense in the first half. But um, maybe if we get more, first downs and drives that go a little bit longer, that we might be able to would have seen them earlier. I know that um, going into this game. And we were trying to work him into it. He wasn't 100%. I think he's he's full goal now. So I, I believe him and Aiden will, will handle most of the carries from now on out, from here on out. And then last thing for me, what's the wake-up time for you guys on Saturday with a 10 a.m. kick? I believe um, 6 a.m. We want to get our pregame meal. Um, usually eat pregame meal anywhere from three and a half to four hours before the game. So I think the game's is it 10, 10, 10, or what, what is it, 10.05, one of those weird times? Uh, Brett? Yeah, I, yeah, I know one thing, there won't be a, a slide on the game, so because there, there can't be a game before that one. So uh, it'll be early morning, so I'm just going to ask everybody to remember their early morning uh, seminary days, get up early, fans, and show up and be there early. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll have – the cougar tails will taste really good by in the morning, right? We'll be hot and fresh, ready to roll. We'll be eating our pregame meal three and a half to four hours before, so six a.m. wake up, and then uh, away we go. I mean, that's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. The uh, I don't know what the weather's going to look like, but I, this is a really cool experience. Let's get ready to roll, man. I'm, I'm excited to play this game, and the earlier the better. I mean, we went from playing late at eight fifteen to now playing early. I don't, I don't think there's going to be. This is the first game of the, of the first game of the, of the day, right? Yeah, so pretty cool. It's going to be weird going home after the game and having the sun out. I had a similar question to that, Kalani. How, how will you shift things in terms of preparation? So I know you can't necessarily move practice that much earlier because of school and whatnot, but what can you do to prepare for it? Well, I think we, we get an afternoon. Uh, we usually, we're an afternoon practice team, so we'll practice in the afternoon, um, but I think uh, getting the guys up early. I mean, most of our guys are up up around that hour, anyways. Uh, we we do enough things in the in the in the weight room, and our players are usually in the facility around that time, anyways, watching film on their own. So um, I don't think it's going to be that much of a transition for them in terms of waking up. Just getting on the field and going will be something different. But they're usually working out or doing something physical in the morning, anyways. And so uh, the guys. Uh, the guys, I think I'll be okay with the adjustment of the schedule. We might just move things up a little bit. Well, we will move things up on Friday and Thursday just to accommodate the schedule a little bit more in terms of uh, meetings so that they can have, uh, we can be done so they can have more time to, to go to bed and, and 
and especially Friday night to get uh, get to rest earlier. But I think the guys have been doing that already on their own. And then have you gotten to the bottom of what caused the, the, the cleat issues? Was it cleats? Was it you talking about body positioning? But did you figure out anything that you're going to change on that front? Uh, I, I say body positioning because, I mean, that's the, the – I, I just think that good athletes don't slip, but we had a lot of really good athletes slip. So we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. I think between the surface and the footwear and things like that, uh, the, there's answers out there. Nike is a great brand, and they, they have a lot of things for us to, to work with. I mean, that, that that was, I think, the 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 warm-up. The guys could feel, could sense a little bit. But, yeah, you could tell that that, that had something to do with uh, maybe with the confidence of how we played. But I don't want to give it too much, um, too much uh, of a factor. To me, it's like a good – if you're in good body position, you shouldn't, shouldn't slip. But we were in good body position – a number of times that we still slipped. And so we're still going to try to teach our guys to be in great body position to make plays, physically be in the right spot, but have great technique. And then, uh, you know, we'll learn from it. And, and, and the surface is just a little different for us, but uh, we'll see what it looks like at 10 a.m. too. I'm, I'm going to send our chief of staff and DFO out there to go walk the surface on at 10 a.m. and see how it feels. But I'm not, I'm not worried about it. They're, they're playing on the same surface as we are. And Iowa State did too. So we just got to have the, got to do everything we can to put our guys in a position to, to succeed.